Good morning, and welcome to Pay It Forward's podcast, Help Yourself by Helping Others. Today's podcast is part of our education series, and today's topic is parenting, specifically raising teenagers, and we hope to provide some information and strategies for success. My name is Sherry, and I will be your moderator, and I am joined today by Mitchell and Alan. Good morning. Morning. Okay, going to our first slide. These are some common challenges that all parents face, not just parents of teenagers. Um, time management, discipline, decision-making. Uh, Alan, as a parent, uh, have you had any of these parenting challenges? Oh, I'm sorry, sure. can you? show the slide because we're not seeing the slide. You're not seeing the slide? How about Mitchell? Did you see it? Yeah, I'm seeing the slide, parenting challenges. Oh. <coughs> the cloud presenter, oh, now I see it. Uh, I, uh, Alan, uh, on our first slide, we talked about some of the parenting challenges that all parents face, not just those of teenagers. Um, time management, discipline, decision-making, excuse me. <coughs> Alan, as a, especially as a business owner, uh, I'm sure that you face some of these challenges while you were raising children. Oh yeah, basically, it's not easy uh, nowadays, uh, probably getting more and more challenging because teenager, um, they have their own uh, mindset, especially nowadays with all the social media. So they get bombarded by different ideas. So as a parent, we need to be understanding and then try to work side by side with them. So this way they can uh, grow up and be successful. Right. And I mean, yeah. in particular, uh, you know, as pe as working people uh, and not just teenagers, we're talking about common challenges uh, of parenting is balancing work and family, um, <coughs> being there for your kids. Mitchell, how about you? You also are a parent. Yeah, yeah. I have, you know, a, a little girl who just turned 15. Um, I think, you know, all these factor in into you know, this stage of adulthood in general. Mm -hmm. um, and not only doing it as a parent, but doing it as an example, um, you know, to teach, you know, my kid what it is to be an adult. Right. Yeah, so um, as the slide shows here, you know, parents face time management challenges, you know, how to discipline, um, setting boundaries, decision-making about their, you know, child's future and, extracurricular activities. <coughs> okay, I'm going to be coughing all <coughs> the podcast. Uh, the financial pressures of raising children, um, nurturing individuality, and also taking care of yourself. And so these are common challenges that I think all parents uh, face. Now, moving on to our next slide, we wanted to talk about teenagers specifically because they do um, present a unique set of challenges um, for parents. 
Um, some of these challenges are communication and conflict, independence and autonomy, peer pressure and influence. Um, Mitchell, as a father of a daughter, uh, has peer pressure or influence um, factored into any of your parenting challenges? Yeah, you know, I think to sum it up, it comes down to like new freedoms. Um, you know, as you know, she went from a preteen to a teen. Part of that was expectations of having more freedoms, more responsibilities, and stuff like that. So you kind of have to find a balance with her age and development of what those freedoms should be and how she should mm -hmm. earn them. Um, and, and of course, you know, you have communication and conflict is key to that um, because they're going to mess up. They're going to want to do more than what they should be doing. Mm -hmm. And you have to explain to them why they can't, and, you know, and go back and forth until they fully understand the lesson and move on. About development. Right. Yeah. And I think peer pressure, I mean, even as, uh, you know, I'm way past my teens, but I can remember peer pressure uh, growing up and it can be very difficult to uh, navigate. And, you know, it's uh, parents have to find a way to guide their children to, you know, make those healthy choices um, that are good for them and resist some of the negative uh, pressures. Mm -hmm. And then moving on to the next slide, some these are some of the other um, challenges that parents face um, with teenagers. And I, Alan, you started to mention uh, like with the technology nowadays, um, <clears throat> and that probably is a big issue for a lot of parents nowadays. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Uh, basically, now they have access to almost anything, uh, especially through friends, their social um, mm -hmm. Um, whatever conversation and also online some of the online could be true could be not true so mm -hmm. they and they are not old enough or don't have life experience to tell which information is supposed to be helpful which one is will hurt their future mm -hmm. that become a challenge but as a parent uh, if we have open uh, dialogue hopefully they will listen or at least they would have a different way to look at it if it is left up to their own or with the friends. Mm -hmm. And Mitchell, uh, you know, as a parent of a young daughter, uh, uh, is it, do you find challenges like um, between, you know, her academics and like extracurricular activities and, uh, you know, how do you navigate that? Yeah, I think as it is important for our kids to listen to us, we also have to listen to our kids. Mm -hmm. And I think when you do, you realize that they do have a lot of pressure in their lives, even at a young age, and that's stress. Mm -hmm. um, so, you, you you know, you have to recognize when, you, when your teenager is stressed out, and like all humans, they respond differently to stress. Right. Um, so, you know, like Alan said, it's good to have that communication both ways to discuss things and you know just try to be there for them as support um as well as guidance right i mean i think you know the the <clears throat> role of a parent is to educate you know their kids their teenagers about uh you know risk-taking behaviors and you know self-discovery and you know just try to do your best to guide them through them uh, through those challenges and you know promote uh, responsible decision making by your kids and try to relieve that uh, stress that they are under because 
you know, they are still children. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's difficult to watch a child going through that kind of stress at that age. Uh, we have enough when we get older. <laughs> so it's the, you know, now is the time for them to be children, but we also have to guide them through uh, and make sure that they're safe and happy and that they are, you know, finding their path. So some of the other teenage challenges uh, our emotional well-being, planning their future, balancing independence and safety. Um, Alan, did you have to address any of those issues uh, as your children were growing? Or oh, yeah, especially nowadays, uh, there are a lot of anxiety because they have more free time compared to when I grew up many years ago. So with free time come with some you know, all kinds of possibilities. So they're always trying to figure out how come I have this and then you don't have this or I, so it's a lot of uh, anxiety and sometimes it could seek to unwanted risky behavior because they just got too much free time on their, on their hand. But as a parent, um, maybe you have to find out what is it that they are like facing and then try to come up with a customized approach. So this way we'll, uh, like this slide was saying, you know, help the emotional situation, especially mm -hmm. when there's something, maybe the news or the <laughs> friend trigger, some unwanted behavior. And then also set, help them set goals for, you know, the short term or long term. Mm -hmm. So this way they have something to look forward to. Where most teenagers I've seen nowadays, they don't have a well-defined short-term and long-term goal. Mm. Uh, they just want to hang out, but then that doesn't, it's not a measurable goal. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, yeah, as the slide says, it, it, adolescence is a turbulent time. It can be. And so, you know, parents need to strike that balance between independence and, you know, safety and, uh, it's a big role. And then uh, as a next slide is kind of an overview of these challenges we just discussed. And remember that every child is different and it depends on their age and their temperament. Um, you know, each situation can be unique and, you know, what may be a challenge for one parent isn't for another. So parents just need to, you know, do their best to be adaptable, have patience, and keep a strong foundation of trust and open communication. And um, remember that they are growing and they're looking to us for you know, guidance during this phase of their lives. So going to our next slide, brain development. Um, Mitchell, uh, I think as this slide says, uh, a teenager's brain is not fully developed. <laughs> Can you share with us uh, some information about that? Yeah, it's just it's just science that, you know, as humans, our brain are not fully developed until the age of 25. Wow. Um, and we're talking mostly about the prefrontal cortex, which plays a crucial role in decision-making and impulse control. <laughs> so that really should put things in perspective for people looking back at their own lives mm -hmm. and the decisions and such that they made, the positions they were in before, you know, they turn 25. Um, on the other side, this is information I share with my teenager 
to let her know about, you know, to be aware of it to herself uh, about mm -hmm. judging, you know, her own decisions, being careful, her friends and people around her that, and, and things you can do to harm your development um, between now and 25. Yes. And I know for myself, I, I did, I took, I did some risky behavior as a teenager because yeah, sometimes it is difficult to uh, control those impulses and, and make the right decision. And in addition to, you know, the brain not being fully developed and, you know, making it more difficult for decision-making and impulse control, you know, teens are going through other physical changes as well. Um, Alan, can you share anything about, uh, you know, like hormones or other things that are affecting uh, young children or yeah. um, Basically, um, humans or any any form of uh, life uh, is kind of a work in progress and uh, mm. from yeah. born to to aging, and most of it uh, can be memory too because as you get older you your brain experience multiple success and multiple failure or sad and happy moments so all this experience will guide you and making decisions mm -hmm. so you, let's say you touch a hot cattle and then you get burned maybe after you touch it five times then you won't touch it for the rest of your life but when you are young you thought that you are you're not, not going to die or you can do risky behavior so um but the hormone is interesting because uh nowadays um especially with the diet most of the population including teenager may not have all the necessary nutrients to produce the right hormone so that could be another challenge you know that one is not only teenager can be everybody uh, in the U.S. or all developed countries, mm -hmm. because of lack of uh, diversified um, supplements or vitamins or, or those, those kind of things. Right, as Mitchell said, you know this is science. Um, so, in addition to the brain still maturing, uh, you know, a young person's body is really going through a lot of changes and. That can be difficult um, besides, you know, your hormones, you know, your physical appearance is changing. Um, you know, you may struggle with weight or, you know, acne or any number of things. And, you know, those affect uh, teenagers, you know, much more than as an adult. You know, it can lead to a lot of stress and anxiety and it they um are trying to find ways to express themselves and you know push back a little with their parents so it it's it's a really can be a really difficult time but if parents and caregivers can kind of set some boundaries and you know involve their teens in you know the rules of the house if you will and what their you know parents expectations are and you know and showing some empathy uh for what they're going through because we all did it <laughs> you know and try to remember how you were when you were that age and you know what your parents probably were going through then maybe that'll help them handle some situations a little differently but it is important to remember as science indicates they're going through a lot of changes um, both physically and mentally so so moving on to our next slide uh 
this is a, a resource that I just found uh, recently. Um, it's a, uh, an organization that was founded by two moms um, and they named it Grown and Flown because mm -hmm. it actually deals with um, kids from middle school all the way up through college. And they address so, so many topics. Um, and they have many, many writers, so all different perspectives. And they talk about healthcare and education and parenting in general. And I just thought I would mention it here. Um, if anyone wants to check it out, uh, they can also be found on social media, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram. Uh, excuse me, we are getting a ton of feedback. I don't know whose end this is. It's oh, not there's some kind of noise in the background. Yes. Okay, uh, now it's okay. Now it went away. Okay. So anyway, I just thought I would mention it. They bill themselves as the number one uh, site for parents of teenagers, college students, and young adults. And um, it did, there were, I, I, you know, I uh, took a look and there were a lot of interesting articles dealing with, uh, you know, a lot of topics that all, you know, a lot of parents go through. So I just thought I would mention uh, that this is a, a possible resource for parents out there. Uh, and then moving on, uh, just wanted to kind of talk about the fact that, you know, you can be a good parent and still have a troubled kid. I think parents kind of beat themselves up <laughs> when, you know, they do have a kid who gets in trouble. Um, but, you know, it, it's not, there's no one to blame. Um, and, you know, having a troubled kid can come from any number of uh, uh, factors. Um, Mitchell, do you have any insight on trouble? Yeah, I think, I think parents need to remember that they're only uh, a fraction of their teenager's influence. Hmm. You know, you have their friends, you have the rest of society, you know, you have entertainment, what they watch, what they view. So um, you can try your best, but those influences can always add up and take over. Mm. Um, be aware of that. I think the best advice I can give is that, you know, at any stage before one's brain develops, emotional intelligence should be a focus um, mm. in influencing and in, in helping someone develop in that direction. That way, as, as they get older, they'll have the foundation to make good decisions um, and to have empathy in situations when it's needed. Mm. I know there was a woman who, um, had a teenage son and um, she was, well, the son was getting in trouble for smoking pot with some friends before school and was getting suspended several times. And she uh, expressed that before she had children, you know, if something like that occurred, she just assumed they were bad parents. <laughs> You know, oh, they mustn't take care of their kid. They must be poor role models. They mustn't pay enough attention to their children. Um, and now she feels really guilty for thinking that way, number one. And number two, she realized that sometimes it is beyond your control because of those outside influences, like you were saying. I mean, she was shocked that her, her son was even hanging out with these kids and now he was getting in trouble. And one thing she did, because um, oftentimes you do need support, outside support, 
you know, your kids don't want to really listen to you. Um, she went to the superintendent of the schools and asked him if he would sit down with her son and for lack of a better expression, scare the heck out of him. <laughs> and so the uh, superintendent did have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with her son, you know, really laid it down what the consequences of his, you know, smoking pot and getting suspended could do. And she feels it made a difference. Um, so sometimes you do need to reach out for, uh, you know, guidance counselor or a teacher that, that, kid respects or another parent or a basketball coach or any number of people. Sometimes you do need support. Um, and it, it doesn't mean you are a bad parent because kids will get in trouble. Um, uh, it just happens because like Mitchell said, they're going through so many, you know, developmental challenges, emotional challenges, and so many external factors. So moving on to our next slide, uh, this is a continuation of what we were just speaking about. And as I mentioned, sometimes you do need to look for support. Um, but another thing is communication. Um, Alan, did you have a, you know, a trusting relationship with uh, your children where you could openly communicate? Well, basically in my, in my case, or in most cases, when you have multiple kids, uh, you cannot treat them equally because their DNA and their environment when they grew from baby to teenagers totally different. So what works for one child may not work for another child. How mm. you can yep. Some uh, situation you really have to like um, um, Cheryl was saying, seek out to other people and then form a customized plan for your situation. Mm -hmm. So the fact that one parent uh, is successful dealing with one situation doesn't mean that you can apply the same uh, process. You might right. have to modify slightly based on the situation. Mm -hmm. But one thing I noticed, if uh, people, kids are and exposed to nature more and more uh, family situation, they generally grew up better if they are stuck at home, no sunlight, no outdoor, and no other family member, then typically they have some problems. So I, I would encourage anyone just to try to relax, maybe schedule as much time as possible outdoors, maybe with no interruption, preferably no Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. Family members or loved ones or, or good friends and let them just relax and you know play a game or just something with the sun or the rain or the snow it, it will do wonders uh for kids development just in my opinion i would agree with you i mean we i you know i know we're a bunch well two of us are old fuddy duddies um but you know things were very different then there was no you know social media there was no wi-fi i mean we were literally outside <laughs> all day until our mothers called us in and we just found ways to you know occupy ourselves we went down by the creek and you know we rode our bikes and and not to say that that's the be all and end all but i do think you do bring a, up a good point alan that you know getting kids involved in family activities having family dinners um going outside um 
I do think it it just opens up a a, a community of nature, you know, communing with nature and um, not being so self-absorbed, if you will. <laughs> what do you think, Mitchell? Um, I, I agree with Gaza saying, uh, you know, nowadays, you know, I, it, it's almost uh, systematic where where you give the kids as teenagers more freedom and more choices, yet their brain isn't fully de developed. So they're going to make poor decisions, um, which leads to choices and influences. And nowadays, there are so many more possible influences that ever existed before mm -hmm. that it's going to oversaturate their mind. Um, which causes additional stress and why I really think that therapy and counseling is, is more important now than ever. Um, teenagers should have a therapist that they talk to regularly outside of a parent because they don't want the parent to know about all the other influences in their lives mm. um, as we become just a small fraction. So having that trusted third party will help the teenager develop and not be as stressed out and carry so much weight. Mm -hmm. So in conclusion, we are basically saying no parent is perfect. Uh, try not to blame yourself. Um, if your teen is going through some troubles, it's a journey, not a race. And, you know, seeking help uh, or as Mitchell said, a third party, it could be an aunt, an uncle, uh, you know, uh, just another role model. Um, and that too can help you face some of the challenges that you are facing. So in addition to helping your child, it can also help you relieve some of that stress and, and guilt because um, nobody's perfect and you just do the best you can. Uh, our next slide just addresses that, you know, there are many single parents nowadays and, and in divorced parents and single parenting, you know, can really present some unique struggles and challenges. Um, financial pressure, um, you know, not having sometimes a support network. And if you're a single parent, you're often working really hard, um, you know, uh, getting to work, having to work and, you know, not being able to spend as much time with your child or, you know, if the child gets sick and just trying to coordinate, um, you know, child care, even in a teenage relation, uh, even having teenagers. Um, so it can present some really unique um, challenges. Do either of you have uh, someone that you know who is a single parent? Yeah, you know, I think I, I cross a lot of single parents nowadays. Um, I agree with all the lists here. I think they also have trouble finding that, that personal life, parenting life balance. Mm -hmm. A little bit to where you know some people are either dedicated to just being a parent or you know they may not be a parent enough so they become more of a friend in the situation which causes other mm -hmm. problems so you know it's a number of situations if you don't have a partner there to kind of relieve and go back and forth and share the responsibilities with yeah yes and so as uh we were just saying you know likewise divorced parents can face some of those same challenges uh, as single parents, maybe not as difficult, but they're still coordinating care and, you know, judgment by society, feeling guilty and, you know, balancing their personal uh, relationships. Um, but I think the 
<clears throat> general guidance would be to, you know, do your best to build a support network, you know, and get assistance from family and friends. And there are community resources available, but it is important to also take care of yourself. But yeah, I, it has to be extremely difficult, especially if you don't have a, a support network. Uh, so kudos to all the single and divorced parents out there. Um, we know it's extra hard for you. Um, moving on to our next slide, here are some strategies uh, for parenting a troubled teenager. Um, we have 10 tips uh, that we're going to show over the next few slides. Um, and these are the first uh, three. Uh, Alan, would you like to just highlight those three uh, that are shown on the slide? Sure, basically, uh, whenever a teenager gets in trouble, that may not be the end of the world. So as long as you understand, there might be a way to like correct that or actually, it might be a blessing because if you overcome the first trouble, mm -hmm. then maybe it will prevent the same trouble from happening again. So mm -hmm. business failure is not bad as long as you learn from the failure. Right. Um, but actually, uh, trouble doesn't mean failure, it's just life. I mean, we, we always run into some obstacle in life. So as long right. as you don't blame anyone, just trying to identify and then don't let that same trouble happened over and over again. Right. Right. So, I mean, to your point, like it says here on the third bullet point, set clear and consistent boundaries. So, you know, what, if something does happen, you know, try to be open, communicate with your child what your expectations are, um, you know, uh, try to understand their perspective, but also set the rules and expectations you have for, for, for their behavior and communicate it consistently. You know, providing stability can uh, have a, a, a big impact on your um, uh, child's life. You know, if you're, you know, the same consequences for those actions and also, you know, seeking professional help. So those are three. And then here are four more strategies for parenting a troubled teenager. Um, Mitchell, can you uh, speak to any of these? Sure. I think these four kind of is a good overview of, of being a good guide through um, life for your teenager. Um, you know, starting with just being a good role model to give them an example of mm -hmm. what it is to be a good adult. Um, and that and, and that itself is maintaining good routines and structures for yourself and for them. Right. Um, teach again, teaching about successful adulthood. Uh, and you know, and and then learn learn your child. You know, focus on their strengths. Give them positive reinforcement so they can develop whatever it may be. Um, so they be greater different things. And then teaching them helping coping, coping mechanisms is important, so they know when they do have frustrations and stress ways to deal with it in a manner that's not dangerous or harmful. Yes, I think, yeah, being able to express their feelings because they have so many, <laughs> you know, at that at that this point in their life is a, is a great way. And these are just some examples, writing or art, but, you know, participating in physical activities, like Alan said, you know, that reduces a lot of stress and relieves a lot of stress. And yeah, you know, praising, even if it's a small accomplishment, you know, who doesn't like to hear, you know, get an attaboy or a pat on the back? It just makes you feel good. And I think the structure is important. I mean, 
you know, family dinners, I think are one of the best things people can do. Uh, you know, and it's hard nowadays. I know people getting home at different hours and, you know, after school activities, but, you know, I think it's a, a, a consistent way to be together. Um, and as Mitchell said, you know, being a good role model is always the best uh, thing. So uh, the final um, tips of the 10, uh, encouraging healthy peer relationships, taking care of yourself and staying hopeful and patient. <laughs> so because every situation is unique and we just hope that maybe some of these tips can be adapted for whatever personal situation anyone is um, going through with their teen. And again, seeking help if, if it's needed. Um, do either of you have any final uh, comments on strategies uh, for helping uh, parents with a troubled teenager? No? Okay, that's well, fine. Uh, well, I was just waiting for Alan. Well, you know, oh. just uh, emphasize taking care of yourself and your own mental well-being. And, you know, I, I believe that teenagers and children can, they can pick up on that. So the more that you take care of yourself, the more that they'll take care of themselves. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then on our next slide, these are some uh, helpful steps you can possibly take if your teenager does in fact get into trouble. Um, Alan, uh, do you want to kind of give us an overview of some of the tips here of how, how to address a teenager who gets in trouble? Yeah, basically when a teenager gets in trouble, maybe the first uh, minute that you get the news, don't, don't panic because uh, <laughs> You cannot reverse whatever has been done. So just have to stay calm and then try to find out what happened and then uh, listen to several sides because it could be multiple angles to look at the situation that lead into the mm. trouble. So it uh, doesn't mean that when one source tell you that this is what happened, doesn't mean that's exactly what happened. So to recreate what caused it, why it happened. And then it uh, doesn't matter who is right, who is wrong, the damage already done. So we just have to establish open communication and then try to rectify and then not have the same trouble happen again. Mm -hmm. Yes. Did Mitchell, did you ever get in trouble when you were a teenager? You know, my mom worked in the school system. So she set pretty good boundaries and consequences. <laughs> I've never gotten in too much trouble. Yeah. Um, but like Alan said, if it happens, it's good to stay calm. Just remember that the brain doesn't develop until 25 and that all lessons in life are good lessons. You know, as long as they can come and they can learn from it and, you know, move forward and develop character from it, it it's a positive. That's a good point, Mitchell. Yes. And here are some additional um, uh, steps that can be taken. Um, you know, and collaborating on problem solving is probably one of them. Um, I can speak from experience that I cut school and got caught. I was brazen enough to try to walk right back in the front door, which was kind of dumb. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I got detention, a Saturday detention. 
Now, my mother sat me down and said she would not tell my father, which I don't know if that's right or wrong, <laughs> if I never did it again, because she knew I, you know, I didn't want to get in trouble with my dad. So uh, we made that agreement <laughs> on problem solving. And I did go, go to Saturday detention and uh, I can't say I never cut school again, but I was not as brazen about it. <laughs> so yes, we, you know, if you collaborate with your teen on ways to uh, find solutions to their behavior and, you know, reinforce positive behavior and monitor, you know, what they're up to, uh, those are all good steps um, if the teenager does get in trouble. Mm -hmm. Then our next slide, last one is just stay involved and connected. And, um, you know, that can be hard nowadays. Life is busy. Everybody's got work and uh, other pursuits and keeping a household. Um, but if you can stay actively involved in their life, uh, hopefully that can prevent some of these issues. And I, I know it's particularly hard with the, you know, smartphones and the internet and just staying on top of what they're involved in. Uh, quite frankly, I find it so scary. Some of these, uh, you know, things you hear about on the news with, you know, especially like young girls um, being targeted. So it really is important to stay involved in, as, in, and connected as much as you can. Um, so trust your judgment as a parent and seek advice when you need it. And, um, you know, tailor your approach to best support your team. Okay, so our next slide is just a summary of what we've discussed. Again, that parenting is a journey, not a race, and it's a lifelong process, right? You're always a parent, no matter how old they are. <laughs> mm -hmm. So um, it requires ongoing learning and flexibility and growth. Um, and hopefully, you know, going through the journey, you build a very strong parent-child relationship. And um, remember, you're not perfect. Alan, you've had a great parenting journey, right? Now you're actually a grandparent. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, I think God make us to go through this uh, whole process because I watch, uh, even if parents have trouble, ch children, it's better than uh, other people who uh, don't have uh, trouble parent uh, kids, so the trouble doesn't mean it's sad. You know, uh, you can if you turn it around, it can be even better than a kid that has that's very dull and nothing happened. Mm -hmm. So nothing happened doesn't mean it's the best. So don't don't let that uh, negative situation uh, kind of distract from the lifelong process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think what you're saying is work, especially if there is a troubled situation, working through it together can build a really strong relationship, you know, with your child. And, you know, especially down the road, um, your child will probably be really grateful that they had your love and support uh, to get you through it. And it just reinforces, um, you know, the strength of your relationship. Yeah, typically when there's a crisis, doesn't mean it's the end of the world. So sometimes mm -hmm. you can turn the crisis into opportunity. So right. it's just to, but again, you don't want to have crisis every single day. Right. <laughs> right. 
But you're right. And as the parent, you know, that's where your guidance that, you know, for the kid, they may think it is the end of the world, but because, you know, with your love and support, you're going to guide them through that and show them it's not the end of the world, but also point out the consequences, their actions and what they could do differently and let them know that you'll always be there for them. And yeah, forge a very strong parent and child bond. Okay, so that I think concludes our discussion on raising teenagers and parenting. So I just wanted to mention that Pay It Forward, um, our podcast uh, name is Help Yourself by Helping Others. And we have many episodes. Uh, they are educational, instructional, and cover a wide range of topics. We like to talk about all kinds of things. So you can listen on Spotify, Google, YouTube, and Dystopia. And Mitchell, can you just uh, read off here? What are some of the uh, topics that are, are available for discussion? Uh, or that yeah. they Sure. We talk about shipping. Uh, we talk about urban beautification programs. Um, we have some wellness where we discuss longevity. Uh, there's USA Fish. And pick another one. And Kwanzaa Huts for Disasters. That's the name of you. Um, yeah, like just, said, there's many more available for your entertainment and education. Wonderful. So, yeah, we hope you'll give it a, a give them a listen. Um, yeah, many to choose from. And then finally, uh, if you would like to learn more about Pay It Forward or support our endeavors, uh, we have a Patreon site. Um, that's listed uh, on the screen here. Uh, we also have a website, uh, payitforwardonline.org, where you can learn more about our organization. And then as we just discussed, you can listen to our podcasts. Uh, we also have a Facebook page. And we're very excited to uh, announce that there has been a, a community group started on Facebook. So this is uh, something for our listeners and members and audience where they discuss among themselves, uh, you know, many of the challenges that we face in, uh, in this world and ways to improve um, our community and the world at large. So we hope uh, you'll join that. It's a, a Facebook group called Pay It Forward Community. And you can just join, uh, it's free, and you'll uh, connect with like-minded people and hopefully have wonderful discussions uh, to talk about life. <laughs> so that is the end of our podcast for today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Mitchell and Alan, for your insight. Thank you. Welcome. Okay, and until next time, keep paying it forward. Thank you.